Lisa scraped her snares on the drum skin with a circular motion several times before she tapped out a basic rhythm with them, then repeated it with slightly more intensity. Instinctively, Tony mimicked the same rhythm on bass as she continued, but this time using her drumsticks. After a few repetitions, Lisa nodded at Jerry the keyboardist, and he started a complimentary counter-rhythm while she accentuated her strokes with quick, light taps to her cymbals. The three musicians gradually constructed a melody on the fly. Increasingly, Lisa became a frenzied blur as she pounded out inspired percussion, momentarily shifting to one hand and a foot pedal as she pointed a drumstick towards Cindy, saxophonist extraordinaire. The complexion of the session changed dramatically with Cindy on board. The gangly redhead slowly coaxed a prolonged series of warm chords from her instrument and then unleashed a cacophony of bleats and bent notes so soulful that it inspired the other musicians to break into spontaneous applause. Almost magically, throughout the night, the ensemble created vibrant, variously mellow and frenetic music without benefit of written scores or planned arrangements. Jazz, in its purest form. Each musician took turns initiating the direction of a piece and working through impromptu duets and solos. But the driving impetus was the synergistic back and forth between Lisa and Cindy, heightened intuitive jamming and subtle covert flirtation. Matt was the unofficial fan club of the amorphous group of amateur and professional musicians, whose members changed weekly depending upon conflicts with paying gigs or other obligations. He attended the Saturday night sessions as often as possible, and on this night, as usual, he was the only one in the audience, sitting front row center on the steps leading from the garage to the house. It was nearly midnight by the time everyone was played out. As Cindy, Tony, and Jerry packed up their instruments, Matt leaned over and whispered in Lisa's ear, "'Gonna get lucky tonight?' A sly smile was her response. He surreptitiously gave her a thumbs-up and headed off to bed. Late morning sun streamed in the kitchen window and created a halo effect behind Lisa's head. "'Cindy may be able to help you out,' she said, between a bite of toast and a sip of coffee. "'With what?' Finding a woman who likes submissive men? Do tell. I dare not guess how that subject came up while you two were engaged in unspeakable perversions. Actually, it was after the unspeakable perversions. So it was post-depravity pillow talk, huh? Exactly. Well then, it was only natural that my newly discovered sexual predilection would come up. Lisa gave Matt the finger. She was telling me about her involvement with the BDSM scene. Apparently, dominant women and submissive men are common in that world. She says there are many aspects of that subculture that would probably appeal to you. A few beats passed. So, how does she propose to help me? Is she going to act as a go-between or a yenta? She was talking about being your mentor and introducing you around, then letting things work out on their own from there. Matt considered that prospect for a few moments. You know, that idea has possibilities. The next time you talk to her, tell her I'm game. You can tell her yourself. She was getting ready to take a shower when I came down. As if on cue, Cindy wandered in, her long hair still wet, wearing her signature tank top, jeans, and high-top keds. 
If there is a god, let there be coffee, she pleaded. Lisa got her attention and pointed to the coffee maker. After gulping down two cups of French roast sans condiments, Cindy broached the subject on her own. Did Lisa tell you about my offer? Uh-huh. That's very generous of you. No need to thank me. I'm just paying it forward, like someone once did for me. She looked at Matt appraisingly, clearly deep in thought. Essentially, you're going to be jumping back into the dating world, but with different conventions and expectations. If you want to hook up with a compatible dom, you'll need to at least appear conversant with the scene and its sensibilities. Very few mistresses will want an absolute newbie as a sub. How do you suggest I do that? Cindy smiled crookedly. The usual way. Homework and a makeover.